Welcome back to Real When Shared. We are on episode four and I have almost a hundred downloads. I know it's not that big, but I'm pretty excited. So for the 100, is it, does that mean a hundred people or a hundred? I don't know, but it doesn't matter. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, this week's episode is a little bit outrageous. I am currently wearing bunny ears, you know, just to, um, <laughs> get in the silly vibes because, uh, it's a bit silly. And well, <laughs> it involves, you'll see in the story, but, um, it involves a dust bunny. And you know what? Easter just happened too. So this is perfect. I'm going to just wear bunny ears as I chat into the void here. Actually, I'll just look at my cat and then I'll pretend I'm telling my cat the story. <laughs> so before I begin, because this was an accidental acid trip that happened, um, at the time I didn't know much about it. And of course I was very interested in it. And I wanted to microdose. And so I'm not trying to scare anybody away from trying psychedelics or trying microdosing because I believe it is a beautiful way to open up your mind and to seeing things in different ways and different perspectives. And I think it can help a lot of people. So, um, yeah, with that being said, this was like I wasn't being smart about this when this happened. So maybe we'll just open Let me find an inspirational quote about psychedelics and then I'll dive into my story. Okay, here's two to start us off. One by Terrence McKenna. Psychedelics are illegal, not because a loving government is concerned that you may jump out of a third story window. Psychedelics are illegal because they dissolve opinion structures and culturally laid down models of behavior and information processing. They open you up to the possibility that everything you know is wrong. Whew. I got chills. And then another one, just because I like it. Someone said, I like doing it in the Grand Canyon or in the woods. It does remind you of your space in the universe, your place in the universe, and it reframes things for you. I think you can have some profound experiences or very profound experiences, which is very, very true. And nowadays... Like you've you've seen you see articles around it everywhere that um, psychedelics can help cure things or um, you know it's used as a medicine now mainly even well more so shrooms actually but this um, particular story is about um, LSD <laughs> so let's get into it. So when I left Ontario, my parting gift from, I guess, someone I was seeing was a square with a bunch of tiny squares in the square of acid. And at first I was like, what are you giving me? And he knew that I was interested in microdosing because I've heard about it. And I had previously gone on a mushroom trip in Thailand and it was amazing And, um, he was also, he always microdosed with acid and he told me that it would help him with productivity and creativity. And he's like, yeah, I think it would be really great for your writing. So, um, I'm giving this to you and do it out in BC in the mountains and the woods and let me know what it does for you. And 
Yeah, so I, I snuck that into my um, luggage and I brought it back to BC with me. Shh, don't tell anyone. <laughs> oh my gosh, apologies, by the way. I know you can hear my cats eating in the background, but I need to keep them distracted. Otherwise, they're going to just be hopping around my face. Anyway, so I remember the instructions for my friend were just like rip off little pieces of, you know, one tiny square at a time and... If you don't feel anything, just increase it by, by a little bit each day until you feel something, until you reach like a happy um, dose that you're you're satisfied with. And I remember like a few, like I tried it for a few days and I was like, I am not feeling anything. I keep increasing the dose and nothing's going on. And I texted my friend and he's like, okay, then, you know, the next day just take a little bit of a bigger dose. And... I was getting pretty frustrated. I was like, man, I I am wasting my week. I just want to, you know, crack down, be productive and see what happens. And just like maybe a bunch of words will, you know, spit out of my fingers onto the keyboard and my book will be half written. I don't know what I was thinking. But at this point, I was like, fuck it. And I just took the whole square that has like that has divided squares in the square. I took the whole rest of the acid and I put it on my tongue and I was like, yeah, fuck it. It's not even, it doesn't look like that much. Not, not even aware of like how much acid was actually in it. Cause I forget how much he, he told me was in it. Um, but anyway, so I popped the entire rest of what he gave me on my tongue in my mouth. And it wasn't until about half an hour later until I started to feel something and I felt really productive and I was like, oh my gosh, yes, this is it. This is what I've been wanting to experience. And so this productivity surge um, propelled me to start cleaning the house I was living in. And the house I was living in at the time, it was temporary because it was, I had only known this guy for like two dates. It was a Tinder date and I had to like it was an emergency move, but that's a story for another time. Anyway, so I don't really know this guy, but I had this surge of inspiration or motivation to clean the house because I noticed that his dog was always coughing and sneezing and I was always coughing and sneezing. And I just like went around looking at the house and I was like, whoa, it is covered in a layer of dust. I need to clean this. So I went around cleaning up literally like an inch of dust off every surface in this house, the windowsills, the, the TV and the crevices of places and everything. And I was, I was talking to the dog and the dog's name is Kona. And I was like, Oh my gosh, Kona, no wonder we're coughing. Look at all this dust. I'm going around the whole house and I'm using up so much paper towel because I'm, I don't think he had a Swiffer or did he have a Swiffer? I am not too sure. I don't remember what I used to clean, but I was just, I don't even know how long I was cleaning until I realized like, whoa, this is starting to get pretty intense. <laughs> and, um, I started like, things were starting to move funny and my brain was starting to feel funny. But, um, oh, before I get into um, the wonkiness of it, I remember texting my roommate being like, I solved our problem. I know why, why your dog is coughing all the time. It's because your house is covered in dust. And I was like, at the time I thought I was just like being funny and silly, but I guess I kind of probably sounded a bit rude. Oops. Oh gosh. <laughs> 
But um, yeah, so things started getting really weird. I began noticing all of the dust on me. <laughs> I guess as I was cleaning. Oh yeah, I ran out of things to clean with. This is how I became a dust buddy. Okay, so I ran out of things to wipe surfaces with. So I started just using my sweater and like what I was wearing and cleaning the dust that way. But by the time I was, things were kicking in, like in my brain with the acid, I looked, I looked at myself and I was like, oh my God, I am just covered in dust. I am, whoa, I am a dust bunny. And I don't know why that thought came to my head. Just like, I am a dust bunny. I was like this energizer dust bunny going around cleaning the house like crazy. And I really just wanted to lay in the bed for a second. I was like, maybe this will pass. And then I was like, no, wait, I can't lay on the bed. I'll get the bed covered in dust. And then I remember my thoughts were just like going all over the place. And I was like, if I, I'm going to forget that I'm covered in dust and I'm going to forget that I can't go on the bed. So I wrote a note to myself saying, do not go on bed. You are a dust bunny. (laughs) Oh my God. And I remember as I was writing this note to myself, everything was going wonky and like all um, wavy. So as I'm trying to write... Like the letters are moving and they're like falling down the page. God, I can, I just remember being so scared. Okay. I have never, I've never taken acid in my life. Um, and when I did that mushroom trip before, that was my first time experiencing psychedelics. I didn't have visuals with the mushrooms. So this is my first time having visuals. Okay. So I'm really scared. Things are like going all wonky and I wasn't, I was not expecting this. Right. Because I was expecting to just microdose. Oh my god. So then I I picked up my phone and I tried looking at my phone to frantically message my friend and ask what was happening and what to do and let him know how much I took. And and when I tried to like text him, oh my god, even texting was so difficult. Everything was wonky and wobbly and moving around like waves and And yeah, the messages were just like falling all over the place. The letters were moving. I couldn't even type properly. And I think what made me even more scared was the guy who gave this to me is provinces away in Ontario and I'm in BC. And so I'm messaging him like, I took the whole thing. What do I do? I'm so scared. Um, I thought I I thought this was just a microdose. And he's like, are you kidding me? He's like, you're fucking stupid. You did not take the whole thing. And his response did not calm me down at all. Like it made me more terrified. I was like, what do you mean? Is it bad that I took the whole thing? He's like, do you know how much acid is in that, that, that entire thing? And then he told me, I forget what it is. And then I went on Reddit or Google or something. Yeah. I went on a Reddit thread and I was typing in like, if you take this amount of acid, what happens, blah, blah, blah. And apparently like, the amount that I took is if you're an experienced, like psychedelic user, it's for someone who has experience with this stuff, like really, really experienced, um, because it was so, so strong. Um, like no one should really be messing around with that level of dosage. And so that freaked me out even more. And then on top of that, I'm living with a guy I barely know and he's at work and it's the middle of the day in the middle of the week and he's going to think I'm just some 
some junkie who isn't doing anything with their life. That's what was going on in my head. And, um, oh gosh, what happened next? So this is like middle of the day, like probably around like noon and I'm freaking out. And my friend calls me from Ontario and he's like, okay, I think I know it'll help. You just need to go to nature. He's like, go on a walk, just go to nature. Trust me, you'll feel so much better than just staying in that house. And I was like, okay, I'll take your advice and I will go for a walk and go to nature. (laughs) Except when I started getting ready to go outside, I couldn't remember how to get ready for a walk. And it's snowy and cold and wet outside. And I was sitting... Um, at the front door and then there's stairs to go up onto the main level and the dog Kona was at the top of the stairs watching me get ready to go outside and I was sitting there like okay um I need shoes yes okay right foot left foot I need a jacket I need something to keep me warm I need warm things I need a hat and then I remember just sitting there so confused and I looked up at the dog that was just staring down at me and I was like oh my gosh I feel so judged right now by this dog and I was like it's probably wondering why I what what I'm doing like why doesn't she know how to go outside how to get ready to go outside and I looked at the dog and I was like how is it so easy for you to get ready to go outside what do, I, what do I do to get ready to go inside? <laughs> I was so confused, but I finally was able, after I don't know how much time, I got on all my things and I made it out the door, <laughs> feeling so judged by this husky. <laughs> and I start walking, but I don't remember where the path is or which road it was that would take me into the forest. So I get to this little intersection on the street I'm living on. And I'm thinking, ah, shit, people definitely know I'm fucked up right now. And I was wearing sunglasses as well. And I was like, people know, they know. And I just felt like everyone was watching me and it just amplified my fear. It just, I was, I was, I was terrified all over again. And I was like, abort, abort mission. I can't, I can't make it to the forest. I don't know even know where it is. And, and then I was like, oh shit, where's the house? And I was like, oh, I can just follow my own footsteps right back. So (laughs) I just turned right around and did a 180 and followed my footsteps right back so I can find my way back home. I didn't even go very far. And I had this brilliant idea and I was like, oh, I can just go for a walk around in the backyard. That's nature. That's that's still walking around outside. I was like, that surely is definitely better than than being in the house. So I'm walking around outside in the backyard in the snow, just kind of making little patterns with my footprints and things are still, um, I'm still having the visuals. So things are, are more vibrant. The trees are, are waving around, um, you know, the typical thing that you hear when you're on acid and I'm on a lot of it. And I'm like, oh gosh, I just need something that'll ease this, this fear that I have. I'm just so terrified still of like, I don't know what to expect. I don't know how, oh yeah. And oh, this is another thing that made me scared. 
my friend told me it's probably going to last until I go to bed. So the whole day I'm like, great. I, this is not, this is not fun. This is so scary. I, how am I going to enjoy this? So I'm like, okay, I'll just go sit by a tree and hug a tree. I know hugging a tree will probably make me feel better. It's, it's nature and maybe I'll feel connected and boy, did I feel connected. So, um, this was a pretty cool experience actually what happens next. So I plop down in the snow and I hug this tree and also just like hugging something in general just is so comforting, you know? So I'm hugging this tree and gosh, how do I explain this? It felt like my mind and my body separated at this point. Um, my mind, like I closed my eyes and just for like a few moments and then I opened them back up and I was just staring at the, the details in the tree and they were, they were colorful and they were moving and I can see it moving up and down the tree, the energy in the tree and into my arms and just, it felt like it was loving me and I was loving it. But the coolest and also strangest thing was the separation between my mind and body. So I was freezing cold and my body wanted to go inside. I could, I could tell. And I knew that I had to go inside and warm up. But then at the same time, my mind felt so at ease and so at peace and wanted to stay there with the tree. And so it was like two sides of me were kind of at war, like tugging on different, you know, different, different ways they wanted to go. My body was like, um, hello, we're freezing. We need to go inside. And my mind was like, no, this is nice and peaceful. We need to stay here. It was so strange. And, um, I don't even know how to put it into words, but so I, I listened to my mind because I needed to calm my mind down and just stayed outside a bit longer. I was like, body, you'll survive. My mind needs, needs to be put at peace a bit longer here. But I thought that was so fascinating. Um, And I felt deeply connected to the tree and to Mother Nature. And I was just thanking the tree and thanking like Mother Nature for helping me. And I was like, but I have to go inside now and I have to warm up my body. I have to take care of my body too. And I I think I said goodbye to the tree and I hugged it goodbye. I kissed the tree. (laughs) Lots of love going on. And I went back inside. I didn't want to go back inside. Well, mine didn't want to go back inside. My body did. And yeah, so I'm back inside and, and then my roommate texts me and says, I'm on my way home for a lunch break. So obviously I think it's so much later in the day, but clearly time is going by really slow. I, I, I think he took a later lunch break. Like maybe this is around... One thirty-two p.m., maybe 2 p.m. I'm not sure. I really don't know. And I was like, oh, fuck. So I, I run, I bolt to the, to my bedroom and I lock myself in there and I, I just like keep an eye out through the window. And I was like, I'll just ride it out. He's coming home for his break and then he'll leave and then I can, I won't have to be trapped in the bedroom anymore. Um, and he comes home and he's, he's like, hello. And I'm like, Oh, Hey, just in my room. And he's like, you're not going to come out and say hi. And, and, um, I had so much anxiety going on. I didn't even want to speak. I didn't want him to know that I was so fucked up. And I was like, you know what? Just, just say it, just let him know. So I, I wonky, wonky texted him and 
because things were still not fully clear when I looked at my phone. And I was like, hey, I can barely see my phone. I accidentally um, took a lot of acid. And he's like, what the fuck? LOL. Um, And I was like, sorry, I just feel like you're going to judge me so much. Um, I'm fine in here, blah, 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 blah. (laughs) And I think he was trying to reassure me that it was okay. Just like, what are you doing kind of thing. But I waited it out in the bedroom until he left. And while I waited, I was like, okay, think, think, what can, what would make you feel better right now? And I was like, oh yeah, I like to write. So I opened up my laptop and I just started writing. Oh my gosh. I wonder if that document, I can find it. That'd be so cool. Just, I'm going to look for it right now and I'll come right back. Sadly, I did not find it. I don't know where it went. I went all the way back to 2019 It was the first week of January 2019 is when this happened, and the document is gone. I'm so upset. But I do remember what I wrote at the end of it. I remember, because it always stuck with me, and I I always come back to the same thought every time I I do psychedelics. Um, I remember writing, um, the answer is love. Just it just hit me. Just something was just yelling at me. Like the answer is love. Like the answer to to fear, to stop being so afraid right now, to everything right now. The answer is just simply love. And it was just su- such an overpowering feeling that came to me. And I started to feel a little bit better. I was like, okay, instead of fearing this feeling that's happening right now while I'm on acid why don't I just give it love? Why don't I just enjoy it and love this feeling? And then everything started to change and shift. And it was so beautiful. So I decided to record it, <laughs> record myself on photo booth, um, like film myself. And it was a little bit weird, but I'm so glad I did it because I remember as it was happening, I was appreciating my body so much more. And I was noticing so many little details about my body and just feeling so thankful for every little thing that my body was doing. It was, it was as if I was paying attention to things I wasn't, I wouldn't normally pay attention to like in everyday life, you know, I was just laying there, just like watching my stomach going up and down breathing and just being so thankful could do that. And just staring at my hands and, and being so happy to have fingers and, able to move them and feel them and and then I was just like feeling myself like not not sexually (laughs) just like kind of just like running my hands around my body just kind of appreciating my body and just looking at myself through like photo booth like as I was filming and just appreciating how unique I looked and and I've always been so hard on how I look and hard on myself in that way and I've never been super confident and so honestly, this acid trip was helping me so much. I was just looking at myself and I was like, wow, that is a beautiful human. Look at my shell. This is a, my, my soul is so beautiful and it lives inside of this human shell, which is so cool. And this is the shell I was given. I can't change it. I might as well learn to love it. And I was looking at it and I was like, it is a beautiful shell. (laughs) Like even with all these little imperfections that I see, it's a beautiful shell that is the home to my soul. And it was, I was just having this 
beautiful moment with myself and my body and just loving myself all over again. And it was all caught on video and I'm sure it's somewhere in my photo booth archives, but um, I can't show that to you. I'm just trying to describe it to you. But so that happened and I was so obviously I was still in my bedroom. I He left and went to work and I just stayed in my room because I was having this photo booth moment with my body and and appreciating it and all that stuff. And I just, I took, I felt comfort in just being with myself in the bedroom because I felt like I had everything I needed. I think at one point when he went to work, I just like ran out, grabbed water and food and made sure I had what I needed and went to the washroom. And then I was like, okay, I'm staying in the room. And then I just like, I had my moment with, and that's when the whole body thing happened. Um, yeah, so that was wonderful. I think I was even crying a little bit because I was like, how did it take me so long to finally start loving myself? It was just, it was such a, it was also like, ah, oh, so it was also very emotional, but it was, it was so great. But yeah, the, the trip lasted so long all the way till nighttime. Um, and it, it was, I don't know, it was late and I was like, I should probably try to go to sleep. But even when I would try to go to sleep, the visuals were still so intense. So when, when my eyes were closed, like mad shit was going on. <laughs> and I'm not even going to try to describe what I was seeing back back in 2019 because uh, I couldn't even tell you. It was, I just remember it was colorful and weird and strange. And I had absolutely zero, con- zero control over what, what I was thinking and seeing. It was it was just happening and it was like I was just watching it all unfold with my eyes closed like it was happening behind my eyelids it was so odd um but I knew that I was slowly coming down from my trip because my anxiety was starting to kick in again like I have really bad social anxiety and anxiety in general and when I was having this nice moment like with myself in the bedroom at one point it started to slowly like go down a little bit and then I noticed I would start getting a bit anxious, like my anxiety was like kicking up and I was like, ooh, this must mean that I'm coming down from the trip a little bit. That's what it felt like. So I was like, I made note of that. I was like, hmm, maybe microdosing is the answer to to my anxiety because I completely forgot about it. And then all of a sudden, bam, poof. It was like, hey, I'm here. Did you forget that you're actually really anxious as a person and yeah so that happened as I was going to bed and having all these visuals but yeah very interesting and I guess at one point I must have completely forgotten that I wrote myself a note saying do not go on the bed you are a dust bunny because I completely disregarded that (laughs) and I was on the bed anyway um so I probably had to wash my sheets or something the next day I have no idea but yeah so that was my uh, my accidental acid trip my first acid trip (laughs) it was supposed to be a microdose that turned into something something of a nightmare and then into something that was just so beautiful it was it was a mixture of so much and so now if you're wondering if I recommend doing um LSD I do recommend it um because since then I've been smart about it and I know what I'm doing. I know how much I'm taking and I've, I've explored with microdosing with mushrooms and acid 
And if you do it responsibly and in the right environment with the right people, all of those things are so super important. Like where I was, I was, I was alone and the weather was shit and I didn't know my roommate very well. Like the factors were like a recipe for disaster for a terrible trip. So if you are in the right mindset, right people, beautiful day, I highly recommend going on a NASA trip. I really do. You're going to discover so much about yourself and about the world and you're going to see things through new lenses. Um, and yeah, and same with mushrooms if, if you're ever wanting to do that. And you can always start slow, just microdose at first, you know? And I know it could be silly to say, but we really do only have this one life to explore and experiment. And why not just explore everything this life has to offer, right? Why not? It, you know? So if you're considering it, give it a go. Just keep an open mind and remember to just simply enjoy the experience. Okay, that is all for this week. I hope you enjoyed the story. I had so much fun telling it. And tune in next week. All right, keep it real and keep it wild. Oh yeah, and P.S. Don't forget to like, you know, like it, share, follow, all that fun stuff. Okay.